Buenas tardes, gentlemen. Welcome to. I'm sweating on on Jordan. Jordan hype over basketball, but I understand. Your team's about to play. No, nah, you don't have to respond. <laughs> I'm just Wait, looking at you, just making sure that you're. Wait, you're a Knicks fan? The ice cube. Nah, the Blazers about to play. The Knicks. Nah, have, I'm a Knicks he's fan, a Knicks fan. The Knicks have already lost the tonight, Knicks, so. Right, Knicks is because are from New York, but I'm actually. That's not a good reason. Wow, wow, I'm not. It's not. Okay, so what is the reason? I'm saying that's not a good reason just because you're from. Why are you a Knicks fan? That's not fair to say that. Oh, because I grew up watching the Knicks. You can because you live. No, no, no. Because you live mm. where. Because you got MSG for free. What? No, I was watching it when it was on NBC. We didn't have cable in oh, the beginning oh. years of my life. Wait, how do we get to being fans of a team based on watching, having access to you, a you network? Never, you've never seen Sweet Brothers fight before? This is We're not fighting today. <laughs> this shit went from a general <laughs> statement to, to nigga, we was broke, nigga. We didn't have cable. Nigga, what the fuck you talking about? Yeah, like, nigga, I think if, if you're... If you're a New Yorker, Yo, it's this cool. is me. This is, is that what oh, no, and it's, got it money? is cool. It's fine if you're a it's Giants a or reason. Jets fan or Mets Ugh. or Yuck. Yankees or Knicks. Never Jets. Or Nets. Never Patriots Jets. Fan? Never. What? Are you still a Patriots fan? Just one. No. I roll with Tampa Bay. Tom. Puh. Tom. Puh Bay. Tom. Puh Bay. You're not one of those. Bandwagon. I really wish you didn't Oh, that. sorry. I like <laughs> players more than I like teams. I've always been like this. I really wish you didn't say that. What? So just Tom. say you roll with Tom Brady. Wherever he goes, no, I'm saying. I go. Just like right. I like the Lakers because LeBron James is Wherever on the LeBron Lakers. goes. Because I've go. been a fan of LeBron since high school. Yeah, I haven't wavered like from that. the Lakers, say you root for the Lakers. Like Sorry, I root for the Lakers because LeBron is there, and I rooted for the Lakers when Kobe was there too. If you root for too. something, don't you supposed to like? Isn't that genuine like? Yeah. Okay. How are you gonna root for something and not like it? Exactly. <laughs> Why would you contradict yourself like that? I mean, it's crazy. Dang, Dame, sheesh. Dame Dollar, NBA's best rapper, to me at least. Motivator to me. Also yes, best and best, one of the best shooters, because shooter, that's still Stephen Curry, unfortunately. Definitely top three though, or top five. Mm, top two. For, well, for wild unnecessary shots, yes. Oh yeah, he's, he's top two. No, 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 not top two. He's number two. Is that's number one, number two? There's nobody else that does what they do. That's what I said. Top two. Because okay. if it's not top two, then we're telling you're telling everybody he's number one. Anyways, guys, uh, I would like to welcome you to episode. This is episode nine. Nine. Yeah, episode nine of the Nobody Asked podcast. I am one of four. Four. Yes. Uh, it's your boy Royal. Um, it's been a good week for me. So, and nothing has really happened in my life, but you know, it's just a good week to just be alive. Amen. What's up, what's up? My name is Whole Cage. Um, I mean, this week has been, I don't know. This is the first time I say this week has been slow, man. Like, it felt like the week went by. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just like the first time in a while. I'm just like, Monday. Excuse us. Okay, we really going really to do this, okay? I guess we're going to go through all days. But today was payday, so can't complain. Mm-hmm. Can't Respect. complain. Yes, Respect sir. that. Happy Good Friday, y'all. Just saying, but I was out here if you're a Christian. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Joandri, it's a chill week, man. It's been a chill week. The weather's been up and down. Yeah. Um, we got humbled today. Yeah, we definitely got humbled yeah, today. Yeah, man. It was cold walking outside to just take out the garbage. It's like, man, this is not what I thought. But, but uh, it's all good. I see overall, it's definitely been a good, chill week, man. I feel like it's been a very, very, very quick for sure. But like it just flew by. I'm happy for you because it felt like trash for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, as it pertained to time, it was terrible. Oh, man. Mon- what about you, Jordan? Let me see. Maybe make it two out of two instead of one out of one out of four. Did I do that right? Did I? 
that might. I don't think I caught it, so I'm yeah, not sure. I caught yeah. it, and I was like, <laughs> two was out like, of four. I was, I, was, I, was, I was, I'm sorry, one out of four. One out of four. Okay, this is two out of four. So I didn't there you go. Myself on, on the track. Can you edit that up? Ed? Um, nah. My week went by fast too, but I think I had a good week. You know, finally got my samples back to start my brand. Yes, so, sir. Mm, um, seen those. Got paid a couple of days ago. Mm, blessings. Today. So yeah, good week. Good week. I hope we, you know, finish the week off with a W with my team. So that will be the Portland Trailblazers for anybody who wants to know. Uh, he'll put it in his bio later tonight. That was a joke. It's, he's yeah, definitely, I'm, I'm he's home. never going to do that, actually. Never. Should we get into it? Should we get into the more pressing, uh, I would Man. say the best interview that I've seen in a while. Interview? Well, that was the ah. best. Jesus. That's, today is my, is, today's my, not my day. In it's Spanish okay. We'll, we'll carry you. I guess today's we'll, my, today's we'll carry you. <laughs> Go ahead. It was one of the, um, one of the more polarizing uh, witness testimonies I've ever seen or heard. Uh, if you don't know that we are talking about the Derek Chauvin uh, court case of the murder of George Floyd, uh, a man by the name of Donald Williams, who is an MMA fighter, was at the scene of said murder. Uh, yes, I'm going to use the proper term. It is a murder, but, you know. I don't know why we need a court case for this, but obviously there's law that's in place. Um, he, um, I saw what the defense attorney was trying to do and painting him as a angry black man. There you go. And Donald Williams, for lack of a better expression, was just just wasn't having it, to be honest with you. Uh, he answered a couple of questions with, uh, what was it again? Um, did if that's the, what you saw, if that's what you saw in the video, then yeah, he never, he kept it, you know, same, even kill. He didn't go, he didn't show anger. He didn't show disappointment, didn't show sadness. It was just straight to the point and a, a little bit of, you know, quote unquote body shots to the defense attorney with the. I guess is the most not controversial, but the most like polarizing portion of it was when the defense attorney asked, did you say that you would smack the, I'm not going to curse, uh, smack the ish out of said officer. And he said, yes, I meant it, which was very funny to me because I laughed watching that clip at least. Ten times. What say you, Hokage? Mm-hmm. What say you about this? To me, when I saw the uh, I keep saying interview. Fuck. When I saw it's him okay. on the stand, sorry. When <laughs> I saw trial. him on the stand, the trial. Bro, sorry. Um, I I liked it only because like it showed like how prepared he was with the answers, or he was well prepared to a sense where it was just like it wasn't like. I would say, like, him being, like, you know, annoying or being a jerk about it, who was just like, you heard me 13 times? Then, okay, then, yeah, if that's what you heard, that's what you heard. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't above. It was like, did you say you're going to slap the fuck out of them? He was like, yeah, and I meant that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. then he stayed to true to what it was, and he was just like, and then he, the prosecutor then proceeds to, I don't know what they're, big on, they're building their case um, against or from or what um, the idea they're going for. Most likely for those cases, I don't see how they're possibly going to win this. It's just whatever narrative they're trying to give, which is right now is the angry black man or whatever they mm. wanted to go with that idea. Um, to me, that's the way I took it. It's just so far, I would say it was a, on, for us, it was definitely, well, a good one. I would say, like, he definitely put himself in the right position to answer this question rightly and not appear the way the prosecutor wanted uh, him to go about it. What do you think, Joe? Um, I think there were certain points where um, the defense lawyer um, pushed him to really answer the questions um, because there were some points where Donald was being vague right. and he was like, yeah, that's not enough. 
He's like, you got to like really answer the question. So there were some points where he had to say a little bit more. Um, I think with Donald Williams' responses, I would have loved to see more prep because when he was responding for a couple of times, he was like looking up a lot. Like he was like trying to find something in his brain to kind of not paint himself as an angry black man, which is great. Um, I would have liked more prep, but, you know, who am I to say anything? You know, I've never been in that situation. I don't know what it's like, mm-hmm. you know, and being that he was, you know, a witness, you know, it's hard to say. But what I will say is I also saw another um, witness, and this was... Uh, I think she was like EMS or something oh, like that. Oh, she's referring yeah. to the so firefighter. She was, yeah, she was off duty and she approached the officers and tried to offer her help as she was noticing the condition of George Floyd on the floor. And the officers responded by saying like, if you know kind of like the position that you were in, like you know better not to get involved. And then she then proceeded by trying to offer like, help in terms of telling the police officers what they should be doing Mm -hmm. to kind of help George in that situation as she saw fit, but they didn't do anything about it. So I started thinking a little bit more about the situation and I, I believe that, um, Chauvin, however you pronounce his name, I think he is definitely going to go down for this. But my thing is, is that, what they're going to say is that he is going to go down because he, he broke a law, but not because what he did was wrong. Like that's a difference. And I think that's um, how our criminal, I'm going to, I'm going to call it the criminal punishment system mm-hmm. works. It's very, it's capitalist. Like you'll get punished if you break the rules, but they're not really punishing you for the why. Like, why did you do that? It's more like, yeah, you got to go to jail because you broke the rules. So, sorry. you It's like Monopoly, right? You break the rules, you get punished. You go to jail. But not for the reasoning as to what you did and the harm that it caused, not only to George Floyd, but to his family and to the community at large. But I feel like that's the thing, too, is the fact that with those police officers and their immunities to a lot of these things is just like you can't really charge them for to the full extent you always have to charge them to something you know that it's 100 percent gonna be able to mm-hmm. able to stick yeah. like yeah. the law that's you know it. what i'm saying like the yeah. way you can charge it cannot be vague it has to be the most specific because there's no cases against them or anything like that so it's hard to have a you know like a president to build a case against them like mm. somebody could die by a car versus a, a bike that's a totally different case and that yeah kind of, you know what i'm saying so a lot of those things but uh Jordan, you gotta get to say what what do you think about the whole situation? And um, have you seen the interview? I didn't see the I keep fucked the, up. I keep saying the interview, bro. It's okay. It's right. We we know we know what you mean, brother. <laughs> we we know. Nah. We know. I think it's the way you saw it, like the clip that I saw you post earlier, it doesn't look like they're in court. Yeah. It looks like he's just getting questions he's answering. Yeah. You don't see like a group of people. So I can understand why you're saying My that. My brain. Yeah. I didn't I didn't watch you about to say interview. I didn't watch the um destination in, in its entirety, but um I don't know if he was prepped well or not, but the part of the clips that I saw I felt like he showed like a you know, he stood his ground type of thing. He wasn't necessarily scared of what might happen to him. Like he, he told me what it was, he said how he felt and he didn't shy away from it. Whereas mm-hmm. it's like he took a stand for us as black people in a sense. And it's like, we might not actually see, like, real justice for George, George Floyd, but at least, like, our voice has to be heard on a national level. Mm-hmm. Because it's, even though it's because of something tragic, at least that's, like, the silver lining in the situation. Yeah. Um, I believe this was this, well, obviously, t- this was the first week of the case. And now, um, I think today was the last day for any prosecution witnesses. And now next week is the defense, and I know what they want to do. A, they want to paint him, you know, with the he died of a drug overdose. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how that's possible when um, 
his woman was on the same drugs as him, takes the same drugs, but she's very much alive and well because she definitely didn't OD. She definitely didn't OD, and she's de- she definitely gave her witness testimony. Mm-hmm. One, two, they're gonna try and discredit any witness saying, "Oh, the reason why I did this because I felt a danger or something of the sort." But I'm like, every no one was coming towards you. Every video that I've seen, it looks like people were standing still and telling you to get off of his neck. I don't get what else does the video not tell me because it, it would be one thing if it was just hearsay. But there are different camera angles. There are camera angles from the store. There's camera angles from like it looked like a train station or something along the lines. It's borderline clear as day. And like you said before, like they have to pin it on a specific charge. Like I, I'm pretty sure that's the reason why they didn't go for the first degree murder and they went for second and third because there got to be something, something along in those laws that says, oh, it has to be done by this, this, this. Mm-hmm. And it probably just doesn't fit that. But... Next week, unfortunately, it's going to be nasty. And for any black people who are watching this, um, I would suggest you to probably take a break in between days or something like that because this is where the trauma is going to start. I'm, I there's no up and down. There's no like I can't give it to you any more layman's term. Like it's they're going to paint him to be the ultimate bad guy. And it's it's going to be crazy. And I was just, for me, I know how I get with these situations. I'm going to get upset, so I'm probably not going to watch. I'll probably watch highlights or something like that. But even then, I'm just going to be like, nah. That's just personally for me. Um, I feel like with the um, police department as a whole, that whole situation was a testosterone issue. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with, like, of course, it's not the people on the sidelines' fault. I mean, on the side fault. He only acted that way because he felt like somebody was talking to him in a certain manner. So he mm-hmm. wanted to show, like, oh, I have power. That's a testosterone issue. It has nothing to do with what's right and wrong. And so, like, it goes back to who you allow in a police academy. Where, like, this is that's a psychological problem. If you always feel like you have to, you know, go above and beyond. And a power struggle when you're supposed to protect and serve, you're literally talking shit to to people on the sides while you have your knee on a man's neck, and never not you never look remorseful, never thought like maybe I should stop, nothing. That's a psychological issue. That's not something that's normal. First of all, the fact that you can have conversations with people on a side and you like in a physical struggle, that's weird. That's not natural. You know what I'm saying? So, it's more so, I can't say all cops are bad. I can't say all white cops are bad. To be honest with you, I've been stopped, let's say, 10 times. I've never got a ticket by a white cop. Uh, ironically, I've only got a ticket by black cops. Mm-hmm. But, it's like, the sometimes, you can't give the whole department a bad rap, but yeah. the people that you let in, it ruins it. Because every course. time I get pulled over, why the black? I still got the same thing going through my mind. So, yeah. The police department has to do better of who they let in. I have a question for you guys. And um, it's in relation to the entire system, right? So, Mm -hmm. like I said, I call it the criminal punishment system because there's no real justice being done. Respect. We can look at history for that. Do you guys think, can you guys, do you guys think you can imagine a world without the criminal justice system. Can you guys think you can imagine a world without jails? No. Why? Because you need the consequence. Consequence. What do you no. mean by that? You need that. I mean, uh, to, as humans, you need to know, like, there's a limit to if I do this shit, like, I'm going to end up here. That's what stops you from a lot of shit. Everybody wakes up, you, like, one day, be like, I want to just go. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, but you don't. If I do that, the end game is this. That's the whole purpose of it. Every I feel like everything starts off as a good idea, and then as time goes on, it just 
becomes mm-hmm. whatever this is. Like Jazz was supposed to be a good idea. You keep people in a place or in place. Mm-hmm. Now it's a private business. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I was so, about to say. You know what I'm saying like it's it always starts off as a good idea in the beginning. It's just as time goes on, we don't keep up. But I remember was it was like a statistic. It was just like this was probably like ten years ago. It was like California, it's like 198 um, jails to six school during a 20 year period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like stuff like that. Like you don't really understand, but you just realize like after time, it's just this is what it is. If they can make a money out of it, they will. Yeah, same here. Um, jails are just very much a big it's a big money money grab honestly and it's free labor for the most part to clean up clean up the highways clean up streets and things like that yeah it's big money why why do you think people invest in jails because they know they're gonna make the money back simple that's the one way of looking at it but um going back to what hokish said um as far as um, I feel like, you know, the the ability of knowing what's right and wrong or what consequences you're instilled with as a kid should be. Yeah, but people, but you know, people. Let's say kids are they naturally have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, consequences keep that mindset going, but you naturally have that in a sense. Mm-hmm. As far as the jails go, it's just another way to. The way I see this is another way to disguise, you know, limiting black people. Because the majority will always be is black people. Not to say black people are the worst people. It's mm-hmm. just, in reality, we're the most feared. Don't I, know I've, heard on, I've heard a white sportscaster say, I don't think he meant to say it, but basically saying that black people are superior in every way. Especially mm-hmm. build wise, athleticism, all that. Cool. So it's another way. It's like oppre- our oppression is mental at this point. It's keeping us in the same. It's keeping us in the same mindset. Some people. That's why you have some people that can speak out, and we'll have like, for example, the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. was caused by a tra- by tragic deaths. Mm-hmm. But look how easily that went away. Oh, we're gonna support black businesses for what two days, two weeks. Oh, then we go back to, oh, talking bad about our own kind. Oh, yeah, I can't go to black establishments because their customer service is bad. Or I can't, you know, I can't buy from a black-owned store because um, they take too long. Whatever. Take too long. The convenience, whatever. It's not the same um, quality. Yes. Yeah, so I hate that one. As far as, it's like, a, at this point, it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. And the jail is like, okay. Cause how many? There's a lot of black people that's in jail for the wrong things, and a lot of white people, especially those with not even a lot of power, just a little bit of money, mm-hmm. they're in jail, but their jail isn't you know harsh. Like their gen pop is like okay, I'm around. It's basically like I'm a secluded area, but it's still the everyday living. Mm-hmm. So it's just in most jail systems is just to keep us down. And yes, they're gonna use us. Now instead of picking cotton, we're doing this for twelve cents an hour or something. I don't remember like, that, but it's something literally along those change. Lines. But they're making all these license plates. They're doing this. They're doing that. By the time they get out, how much money are you gonna have? Five hundred dollars? Did you really make money? No. No. But you did more work than somebody that's making what fifty-five dollars an hour does. It's just like we're the we're the new China. If you're in jail, that's the new China, in a sense. This, hmm. The little sweatshops, that's what jail oh, is. Oh, that's what you meant. Anyway, let me expand on the point that you brought up before. Let me Before I cut you off, Joe. Um, for example, when you said, like, black people are mental. One, we were bred to be this way. Get out of the way. I'm not going to get too deep into that. Definitely. So, um, what's left is the mental. And the fact that it's always the fact that it's black people this, black people that. Bro, we make 13%. Of the population, mm-hmm. I don't know why always people always forget that fact. Like we're not that much of a large group of people, and the fact that we literally drive a culture is insane. And the f- it's we like you said, I'm just attacking point by point. Mm-hmm. Um, th- it's always a trend, and I, how many times do I do this? It's always a trend to these people, bro. Um, but also it's like we got to get down to the point. Also sometimes also it's like 
black businesses don't know how to do black business. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, how many times do we go online and we see those DMs, those Facebook posts, those texts in those screenshots, you know, a black person is suspecting their clients. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like black people are just not good at customer service. Now, I'm going to say, like, it's the same thing. Not all. It's just some. It's just, it's just for some reason, it is what it is. Um, sorry, Joe. No, it's all good. Oh, sorry. Let me. I'm going to cut you off again. Sorry. Good, just something came up to mind. Yeah. Um, for the mental thing, that's why I wanted to bring this up. Like, the Bobby Schmurder thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, he got out of jail. But did he really get out of jail, though? No. What comes his probation? What does he have to do? For the next seven years. I think he can't be in the club. Well, he can't drink or smoke. Mm-hmm. I know he, I think he was in the club one time, but I saw him like reject drinks and yeah, stuff like and that. Yeah. That's for most people, for me, which I don't grow up with people that I don't know a lot of people that are in jail or people that got out. So everybody was just like, you, you guys didn't know what this was. To them, that is normal. You see, exactly. my thing is to them that he's like, oh, you, you niggas didn't know this? He's like, no, bro, why the fuck would you need to know? You know what I'm saying? If you get out of jail on parole, Number one thing, you're not allowed to drink. You have a, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have a curfew. You're a grown-ass man, and you have a curfew. Mm-hmm. Mentally, you don't think that shit affects you. You have to do that shit for seven years. And you're wondering at that point, after a while, you're just like, should it have been easier to stay? Or t-? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. those questions come up to mind. Like, you you know for the next seven years, you have to oblige by the oh, the number one, you fuck up once, you're right back to square one again. And that's the shit that is, is annoying. Just like, especially when you go to jail, just like, even when you get out, you can't find a job. You can't do a lot of these things. So it's like, what's the point of even getting? That's why it's like a lot of people go back after a while. So, like I said, the original question was if you guys can imagine a world without the criminal punishment system, a world without jails. And you guys, I think what I got a sense of, you guys said no. But then at the same time, a lot of you, you, a lot of what you just recently said is complaints about the jail system. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm going to respond and I'm going to say, yes, I can imagine a world without the criminal justice system. Excuse me. The criminal punishment system. (laughs) Right. I can imagine a world without jails. And to go back to uh, a little bit of what you said about the mental, I think that we as a people have been ingrained to criminalize, right? Mm-hmm. To criminalize one doings. Jails has also been ingrained in us. And that is why we have such an attachment to police and to jails. But we've, we see it on and on and we're seeing it now in this uh, trial, as I said before, where I really think that this guy is going to be incarcerated, but it's going to be because he broke a rule, not because what he did was wrong. And that goes back to the criminal punishment system. You're going to jail because you break rules, but you are not truly going to jail because what you're doing is wrong. It's kind of like if you get stopped by a police officer, right? I've been stopped by a police officer. Let's say you get stopped by a cop. Um, the speed limit is 55, but you're doing like 70, right? The cop is going to stop you, right? He's going to ask you for license and registration. You may ask the cop, why did you stop me? Because you were speeding, right? Mm-hmm. You may want to argue case, etc. He's going to give you the ticket. But in that conversation, you think the cop is going to say, hey, I stopped you because you were speeding. And the fact that you're speeding actually causes harm to other people who are also driving beside you. Those are, not, those are conversations that are not happening when you get stopped by a cop more often than not. Maybe there are some cops that will have those conversations with you. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is the criminal punishment system is a broken system. It's just broken. And it's not, it can't be fixed. It's already a messed up system. So I think what we need to do is we need to start imagining a world without this system. And I know there's always some questions that you may have is like, okay, so what do you do with pedophiles? What do you do with murderers? Right. Mm -hmm. What do you do with all those people? Well, when you ask those questions, I understand that people may be prone to just settle and go back to, well, we need jails, right? Mm-hmm. But really, those questions are not questions that you as an individual should be answering. Everybody should be answering. Right. And when we all get involved as a community and stop calling the cops, right, and actually solve the issues in our communities amongst ourselves, mm-hmm. we can actually create a system where we don't need police officers are becoming in and we don't need jails 
So I do believe that we can. For sure. But we need to start imagining it. Yeah. We need to start believing that there's a that we can do this. That we can get out of our ingrained mindset that we need criminalize we need to criminalize people and they need to go to jail. Because in jail there's no real rehabilitation. Definitely true. Not at all. But the thing is just now you got to get to the the system of like for us it's just like the system is designed to make money, right? So now you have to get rid of that system ahead of that system. We comes so it's like a like you know like a getting rid of the thing above that, above mm-hmm. that, above that, above that. Like it never, you know, what I'm saying it's such a. Just, yeah. I feel like it's um in a sense like how would I, my is my accent gonna come out a little bit disencouragement, disencouraging. Right, whatever the fuck the word is at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's just, I would say, I guess it's annoying the fact that you just see it and it's, you can't really do anything about it because you see like one thing is you have to fix that. Like the jail is like, okay, capitalism, you make money off of that. Then what comes from that? Corporations that lobby, you know what I'm saying? Like it's one thing after the next, after the next is why people are like, just keep what we have because it's like you yeah. really have to change like but we can overall, you have to and, yeah. and that's why like we cannot be lax a days ago about it we have to we understand that it's levels it's going to take time but we can do it we can really do this and if you think about a lot of the troubles that are within our communities you know a lot of the troubles within our communities is economical right where you see the most trouble is in communities that don't have what they need. Communities that have what they need, you don't see a lot of issues with people going to jail and being incarcerated. So we also need to attack that point in order to build a world and a community where we don't need a jail system or this broken punishment system. But to your point, Hokage, yes, there are levels to it, and there's always things that we're going to need to look at. But we have to say, yes, that's what it is, and we're going to do it. It's not going to be easy. Because, like I said, the system has been ingrained in us since before we were here. Yeah. You know? So. But we have to start somewhere. And I think that we, I don't think I know, and I would love for us to start looking at a world without this punishment system a world where you don't need to be calling the cops that we can handle it ourselves we can figure this out we can actually answer the whys you know like why did you do that how can we prevent you from doing that again hmm. i feel like those things just like you really see in like europe like i would say obviously how many people you mm-hmm. look at their population and percentage of people that are in jail like europe probably has less than what Probably less than five percent of the population, mm-hmm. and probably as an overall um, continent, not even a country. I probably have to look at those numbers versus us. I don't even know what the rate is, and I know them sure that shit is above thirty percent for every, probably every um, group, race group, whatever it is. But that's why it's like one of those things which I keep going back to. It's just like it's the people at the top that get to decide that at the end of the day, not us. Which is which is weird to say because you don't know who it is. And going back to the community thing, it's also like. Where would that funding be coming from? But uh, say the the fund, the fun, defund? Yeah, no, the fund. Not oh, the, the funds? Fund. Yeah. I the mean, fund. it comes from us. We're paying. You're paying but, in taxes. You pay for police officers. You pay for all this. You pay for the jails. One way or another, you're paying. All you're paying. We're all paying for the very system that we don't agree with. So like I said... I think we need to imagine a world without these systems. And I know that there are people at the top that we don't know who their names are. Very true. Mm -hmm. But I think that we as a collective, we can we can make change for sure. I believe that. But it is a mindset thing, like I said, because these systems have been ingrained in us forever. Yeah. Right. So we have to address our mindset. We have to start imagining a world without these systems and then start moving forward. And I feel like that's a thing too. I don't know if it's like I would consider that like closed mindedness of like mm-hmm. not able to see past that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I feel like a lot of us struggle with that. Just like mm-hmm. we have known for something for so long right. that when that gets either questions or attacked and you just like your brain can't really perceive right. past that. I, I would say imagining world to see what it's like on the other mm-hmm. side because you can't even imagine in your head what it's like on the other side. Yeah. But we have to start. 
Yeah. And I'm always going to push that. Sure. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got on that. That was that was really good. That was really good. Seemed like a therapy session. <laughs> you know who does need therapy? Though not sex. No, he doesn't. Oh, man. No, no. People, no, no. go ahead. Say your piece before. Go I ahead, yeah. Well, if you've been living under a rock... <laughs> Uh, oh, earlier this week, Little Nas X released a what they call a quote unquote Satan shoe. Uh, it has six 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 on it. I believe they only made six hundred sixty six pairs of mm-hmm. this shoe. Uh, had the uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's like a satanic circle that I've seen yeah. in like these movies, and I don't really want to go too far mm-hmm. as to what they are. But the most. Um, what I would say the most, which is the craziest thing I've seen, one drop of human blood. Yeah, that shit was weird. I'm not gonna lie about that. That was a little weird. A little weird. Yeah. I just want to know who was the person giving out the blood. I just want to know, because oh, something man. about this just don't seem right. Uh, did y'all go to like the blood blood center? Did you get? Clinic? Did I mean, you get a vampire on loan? I'm like, assuming if you're a designer doing? and you're, it's that person is egotistic as per usual. It's probably their own whoever designed it. Uh, they well, want their, themselves to be the piece of work, so I would not be surprised. Well, the, the organization involved in designing it, I think it's actually New York. They're called Mischief, Mis- Mischief. right? Well, so they're responsible for the creation of the shoe with Lil Nas X. Not, not, not Nike. Even Nike to Air Max ninety seven. Definitely has has said on many platforms that they are not at all endorsing the shoe, and they actually, they actually, um, I think it was yesterday they released that they actually got a um, temporary hold. Was that and desist? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, I yeah, I would say I consented that. Yes. Yeah, I believe what that means is that I think they were asking for every shoe back, yeah. number one, mm-hmm. which means that there's going to be a lot of people who are upset. Actually, there are a bunch of people who voiced that out and said, like, you know, they're worried that they won't get their shoe or some people, of course, the people that we hate the most. OK, the resellers, the box. they're worried that the negative publicity behind the shoe is not going to get them money. Right. When mm-hmm. they, once they resell it. But one of the biggest questions I had with this situation is why did you create this shoe, Lil Nas X? And I couldn't get an answer, but I think the best that we got was his statement, which mm-hmm. you put on Twitter. So I'm going to read it for you guys, and I'm going to ask what you guys think. So he said, I spent my entire teenage years hating myself because of the shit y'all preached what happened to me because I was gay. So I hope you are mad. Stay mad. Feel the same anger you teach us to have towards ourselves. And I think that's towards the conservative, conservative Christians. Right. So what do you guys think about his statement and his shoe and even his video Montero, whatever that is. I never watched it because I've seen clips. I was way out of here. Nah. Um, well, y'all know me, but I am a frequent, you know, church goer. Um, you, it's kind of weird for him to say like they've been preaching about it and all these things. But if you've been in a church recently, recently, not, Huh? You see that keyword recently? Yeah. <laughs> true. True. Oh, I mean, he is only what twenty two, twenty three years old. Right. So, and how long? I mean, the last fifteen years, I would say, I would, fifteen years ago, people would clown you for wearing a pink shirt. Now you, that shit is a regular thing. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't say. I'm just saying. I'm not. No, 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 I get. No, I get it. But um, like I've seen, like I've seen choir directors. That I know were gay, they're in the church. Being gay is not taboo anymore. It is, it is very accepted everywhere right now. Well, I mean, it's true, but this is his story. No, of course. At the end of the day, it is his story, so I get it. We didn't live it, so we, you know, but like, just. Basically saying like because you're gay is the reason why you won't like you don't like me. It it's kind of 
My issue crazy. is okay. So if you have, we respect your story, right? Yeah. Because that's what Justin is saying. Is like he's saying that the church has been more accepting of gays, mm-hmm. but obviously in his situation, I don't think he gained that acceptance True. from the church. Mm-hmm. So we respect your story. But the question is, for me, with the satanic thing, why did you turn to Satanism because the church didn't accept you? Like, was that your way of retaliating? Like, so you did it to retaliate? Like, Definitely. that's my he question. A, he put out a statement for, for that's my shoes. question. So basically, that. when he made the video... I think, don't quote me on this, but I think he, he was like, I don't even know the shoe, but he came across the shoe. And since he made the video and the shoe was the, what the shoe was going to be, he thought, yo, one, this is no, this is look the best collab. That's what, that's what he, mm-hmm. the way he explained to me is like, I'm making a devil video, whatever the fuck that shit was. Didn't really watch it. That's just not even, I don't agree with whatever the video was. Exactly. It's just, I'm just not going to watch the video. Um, yeah. And then the shoe came out, which to me, the shoe looked fire. To it's me. a basic Air Max 97. That's what I'm what saying. I like the box. The box of it, like the the, painting, the artwork. Yeah, right. That's, I'm like, yo, just if if I could just get that, I'm like, yo, that shit is fire. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. what I the way I was looking at. It. And and as soon as I like, yeah, there was a drop of blood, and I was like, all right, this is not the time. The to drop of that. blood. Was that's like, when it took me out. I was like, this no. is not the time to do that. When, and who was the person? I needs to know. That thought, yeah, and um, from there it was just like everybody's opinion on. How they felt about the situation. When you know exactly, if you knew, if you know Lil Nas X on Twitter, this nigga does nothing but troll. Exactly. So you're literally giving this man ammunition, and he's gonna use that to make his situation better. Because certain people like him and Takashi Six Nine know how to use the internet, and you just mm-hmm. you don't even know what you do. You're literally just giving the guy ammo to basically drive those numbers more higher than what it is. Maybe mm. not Takashi anymore. So I have not anymore, but you know, I have a question, and then I want to reference something Jordan talked about too. So, first question is with Nike, right? Do you guys think that Nike sued because Mischief and Lil Nas did not have authority to use their logo? Yes. Or did Nike sue because they didn't want to be associated? With what that shoe represents to the greater community, both, both, but definitely more, more, both. more. I would say the one you don't want. Obviously, the shoe gained more popularity than the, the normal ones they would sell themselves. So, mm-hmm. and you're doubling the price. I don't even know what the price was for nah, those shoes. A thousand. A regular price of shoe. of Air Max ninety seven, so one seventy. Yeah, these were like a thousand something. This, this were a thousand. These are in yeah. a thousand, right? So that's the number one thing, and two. You, have, you need to protect the brand, right? You, do, you can't just have people selling your shit and being okay with it. You suppose that's just a natural thing those companies do naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's more very much the the fact that their name was definitely attached to that, that they were like, yeah, we're not. Especially the time we live in now, they're like, yeah, we don't need any more bad press as a corporation. Of course not. So now I want to hear Jordan's take. So Jordan, you talked a little bit about rappers... Well, actually, we all did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm getting to, right? <laughs> That's why you're <laughs> laughing. So you talked a little bit about rappers and using satanic signs and stuff like that. So what do you think about this in relation to Lil Nas X? Do you think that has anything to do with it in terms of like some form of initiation into this oh. culture, oh, no, and this, this world? Or no, no. Don't get the I'm just saying. Look at this man's face. He was just like, "This is him." Like, wait, this is, is this one the of the things like, that I thought this... about? I was like, "Yo, all right." Jordan's face. Look, like, is this look, the green light? Look, this is look, what this. Let, let's get this clear. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. I'm only telling. First of all, I never liked hearing anything about the Illuminati. I hated the topic yeah. since I was a kid. But what I will say is that if things start to line up a certain way and uh-huh. you see a consistent pattern. You have to, I'm not going to say you have to believe it, but you have to at least keep an open mind to it. Right. So as far as the little Nas X thing, um, I told you how I felt about that. I felt like this is, I felt like him being, you know, this flamboyant, extremely extra gay type of person. I felt like that was a publicity stunt because he would, he didn't make, um, what's the, what's the song? Old Town Road. Road. He wasn't like this. Right. Yeah. Magically, he yeah. just, it's like a, a 
a switch went off in his head. I think he showed up and showed up to the awards in a crazy outfit, and, and that's how he came out or something. Like the I'm pink, mistaken. I think it was like the pink. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah um, As far as, like, the music video, which is Riley's Shoes came out, the Monterio, mm-hmm. um, don't, whatever. Um, if you watch the video, the video is very creative. I will give him that. It's very creative. Literally never seen nothing like that before. But the the um the meaning behind it the it's just completely extra. Like you're giving the devil a lap dance. Yeah. Like, you have a strip you're on a stripper pole on the way. Literally to hell. climbing down on the way to hell. <laughs> that That's part of how because the news the news too. put it on there. And Twitter did it's the same. Bunch thing. Of nuances. And like you 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 being surprised at a tree or a lion tree, whatever. I don't know what it was. Was trying to make out with you and then you embrace it. Like it's just a whole bunch of unnecessary yeah, things dude. going on in the video. And it's like, what is your purpose? Okay, yes, we know you're gay. Cool. You wanna express how gay you are? Even cooler. Why do we bring, you know, religion or the devil, Satan into this? And it's like he's making it into a joke. Yeah, like like if First of all, you made a sneaker about the devil and putting it in your blood. It's like you're laugh. It's like you're laughing at the industry. Right. Like you're, you're like you're making fun of innocence. If you, I never watched that video on Atari, and I promise you, I never will. But just the way he maneuvers, it's just like how he is in real life. How his Twitter is. He's just trolling. He's just doing something different and seeing what people are going to react yeah. to. And as much backlash as he's getting. People are still gonna listen bring in to him. traffic. At the end of the day, they're marketing. Still, they're still gonna. They're still gonna talk about him. Negativity sells. And just somebody that's similar to that is six nine. He's always gonna stay relevant. Not always, but he's definitely milking this. His right. music is plummeting, but he's that's getting richer saying. by the day. Right. He doesn't have. I don't think he has a real brand. He don't. He doesn't have clothing. He doesn't have anything. But this man just keeps on getting richer. Literally, his job now is to troll because his music career is finished. True. That's done. How is that a job? How do you get paid millions of dollars? To hey, troll? people get paid off of Instagram posts, so who That's knows? Who though. knows what kind of contract he has? That's, That's what I'm saying. Though. Oh, so no, it's very different. Before, before we go into that, you, how much? So, <laughs> this is the... This is funny to me because he just brought that up. It's like, how much you think the guy that um, sold TMZ the Quavo and Sweetie video got paid for that? Enough. Enough. Hmm. He had to pay something. Eh. I mean, it's Quavo and Sweetie. They're not like yeah. A-list celebrity. Now, if it was like Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie or something like that. Yeah, yeah you, we talking crazy. But, but relevant, though. No, they're re- de- no, especially relevant now because of the breakup. That, they were like the new it, it couple. couple, yeah. Especially as of the last few months, so the breakup was like I came out of nowhere. I, I think it was that, sh- that shit made it seem like it was like breaking news. I was like, I was like, first of all, I just found out. Well, I don't know if Snapchat was lying to me. This is mm-hmm. where I get a lot of my information from. Anyway, that is sad. I don't want to be on social media. <laughs> Truthfully, I actually stumbled upon it. They said they were together for three years. I don't believe Well, that. what? Yeah, it literally said three years. You know where... I don't remember like, these three years. Yeah. Like, that, oh, that's how I saw the little um, Lives X video, the little snippets. Yeah. Like, it's literally the Snapchat. Three years. Um, slideshow thing. What was I doing for three years? Nah, I that I don't remember this relationship. I didn't relation. know was around for three years. We don't, I thought she just came out. Last year. Last year. No, I remember she was around for a long time. Um, but... But I was in, I'm like, is that before? Because I remember Bad and Bougie. I'm like, I don't know if that was a thing or not. Not that it really matters. Now I'm really trying to get. I don't think she was around for Bad and Bougie. Point. But either way, Bad and Bougie is old, though. Like 20, what? That's 16, 17. 20, yeah. 16? Yeah, 2015, 2016. I mean, la- ladies, let us know. That's at this point. Y- yeah. Y- you're going to know. As far this. as Lil Nas X go, I think, you know, he's literally making a mockery. And they're going to let him. So, yeah. yeah. More. I mean, no I don't, power. I don't respect what he did, but no power. he's still winning. 
yeah, they, he still can get the views. He still can get the listens. So you should blame yourself, not us. But <laughs> like us as people, we should blame ourselves. For this. Yeah, sure. We make true. it popular at the end of the day. If he'd release it, it would have been like, they're just not talking about it. You're not that crazy that that the thing that we could literally do every single time something comes out, we could literally do that. We could not click. Let's not talk. About oh, it. definitely. Like I remember there was a trend on Twitter, which is like, every single time this girl would like, girls would put like either like a crazy picture of them in a bikini or just looking looking beautiful. You feel me? But guys would literally be talking about the most random shit under it. Like I remember that was a trend. And oh remember, yes, that was like that was like to me that was kind of cool. Like you know something like it's just like you people can literally do that about, but everybody feels the need. Ironically, to give their opinion like oh, we are right now. Everybody don't everybody, need an opinion. Everybody got a mic. Everybody got a mic, bro. That's it. That's I feel like it always comes down to everybody got a mic. Everybody wants to say their piece and think it matters. Yeah. Obviously, this matters to whoever listening, but that's this word. But it's just our opinion matters. <laughs> <laughs> our opinion matters. They want to um, um, express their right to um, the, what the first amendment. I don't remember. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Just because you told them and I'm going to listen to you, but hey, you can say whatever you like. By all means. Since y'all have that First Amendment right, what y'all really thought about that video with well, Sweetie and Quavo I just learned from you that this video was dropped by someone, but I think my question is, was it dropped conveniently? Because apparently this video was a year old. Right. So was it dropped that's conveniently what, now? That's what I'm saying. Is my and question. It's, Most definitely. And that's the thing it's too. The narrative. With the that's what the narrative is just like if it's the thing I keep telling people is that sometimes I do this to you guys. Is mm-hmm. I'll say like the most random and shit with no context. Oh, we know. And right, <laughs> but the thing is just that's why I always tell people I'm like I'm try, I always tell people it's in a weird way. I always try to teach people in a dickhead way. It's just like when you do things like that without context. Your brain does the rest, right? So when we saw the video, our brain was just like, we already, they were already saying like, you know, Quave is a cheater, whatever it is. Yeah. And then cheater always comes with. Abuse. Right. So when that video came out, we didn't think to, you know, how old is the video? Nobody's fucking thinking that in a logical term. Yeah. We saw the video, we're watching it like, damn. And then what did the real video really show? Well, wait. One video from the shade room room cuts out. A key component of said video. Really? Which is maybe, I guess, five, about five seconds before their video shows. Then another uh, outlet, I believe it was Baller, where I saw it at, shows five seconds prior to what was going on. And you see Sweetie take a swing at Quavo. Mm. And then the... All the seconds afterwards were the same videos that you saw on like the Shade Room or whatever. The Fuck Shade Room. The Shade Room painted a narrative that, all right, the Shade Room's video showed basically it just looks like Quavo grabbed her arm and flanked her. Right. Mm. Which the real video shows she's. This is her apartment building. Mm. This yes. Is her elevator. Yes. He's trying to leave. Yes. She swings at him. Picks up his case and by the way, to run. That right. case is and a he, Call of Duty case. He doesn't grab her. Right. He grabs the case. She's attached to the case and then falls. Once she fell, he looked at her. I'm not gonna say made sure she's okay, but made sure she was okay. Mm. He puts his bag down outside of the elevator, and the bag that she tried to grab from him, he put to hold the elevator and politely stood outside. Right. He didn't. Attack her. He didn't say nothing to her. I guess she realized that she was wrong, or that she might embarrass herself. Whatever. She walks out. I believe picks up her phone, if I'm not mistaken, and, and limps away. out. She did limp. That part is. That part did happen. Mm, but I have wor- I have concerns about that. Oh, I I have plenty of concerns too. I don't think Quavo. He didn't physically hit her, so I I have concerns about her. First of all, because she was on the floor for a few seconds. Yes. So I'm wondering, what are you trying to do there? Like, are you trying to, like, figure yourself out in terms of trying to set up, set him up again to make it look like he hit you? Because you was limping, but I don't, I just have trouble believing in that piece. I feel like she 
was acting. I have a sense of that, but I'm not sure. In general, what I can say is that um, they both put out statements, right? Um, because there was a narrative out there. Somebody said that it was somebody on Sweetie's team that dropped a video, but they both put out statements saying that this happened a year ago and that they made peace with it. Um, and then Sweetie was talking about how, like, still because of all the things that occurred in their relationship, you know, they broke up. Mm-hmm. And then Quavo was like, you know, same thing. I had love for her. Yeah. So I can at least believe that it was somebody else outside of their camp that dropped it. Yeah. But what the video showed is that Quavo was not in the wrong. He didn't physically hit her. He did not That's physically hit known. her. However, the only... I felt like this could have been avoided. We do know how much... Well, we don't know how much he makes because we don't pocket watch. But we know he he probably makes a good, decent amount of money. And he could have replaced whatever it was. Now, what I've heard was it was the Call of Duty, PS, the PS5 Call of Duty edition that was in that orange case. And I'm assuming it was for, like, you know, promotional, something mm. like that. So if that's the case... Obviously, you would like to secure that because this is something dealing with money, like a, a like brand. a uh, endorsement mm-hmm. brand or whatever. So I get it. At the end of the day, both parties are wrong. Both parties are wrong. This should have never yeah. got. This should have never got out to the open. It kind of reminded me of the Jay Z and Beyonce and Solange. Yeah, oh. and Solange. Boy, just the elevator. What's crazy is people were praising Solange for what she did, and now this happens with Quavo, and it just painted him to be an abuser. They're just and they're just like projecting that they're saying like, yeah, if he did this there, that must mean he does worse. When I was like, we're talking about one specific incident. You have never. Before this, you have never heard anything about Quavo. Right. Never. I don't even know nothing about his love life till now. Yeah. Exactly. So how is it that y'all just come up with this out of the it's very Quavo's? simple. It's what media does. It's their job. No, 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 exactly no, no, no. What... I'm not talking about the media. I'm just talking about like just go into the comment section of yeah, any of the any but, of the okay. videos that have been posted but about also, three A lot soon. of those comments could be stemmed from the videos shown on the shade room. Mm-hmm. But you and said you guys oh, yeah. already said um, cut out. Cut, they cut out oh no, no, that part. Yeah, def, definitely. First also, five seconds. Yeah, because there's there's um, rappers and um, other celebrities that's like Quavo didn't do anything. Yeah. But as far as you saying that both parties are wrong, yeah. But first of all, in that all right. It's like your expectations of Quavo are way too high. At the end oh of the day. no, no, no. no. Listen, <laughs> me. Listen. Oh, no, you're saying, oh, I have money, so whatever is in that briefcase is replaceable. True. Okay. At the end of the day, Saweetie has her own money. True. I don't know how much she makes. I don't know what he makes. They're both celebrities. They both have money. Yes. At that point, you gotta we gotta take them off the pedestal that people want to put them on, or understand that if this was you and you're trying to walk away, and then she swings at you and tries to steal your stuff, you're gonna get your stuff back. That's not, true. No, no, that's true. It, it's like. First of all, you should have never swung at me. Second of all, you're trying to take my belongings so I can come back, so you can keep me in that situation. Mm-hmm. Now, let's take bags out of the equation. Let's take an elevator out of the equation. It's like you and your... Not to put anybody, like, make it seem like anybody's in a domestic situation, mm-hmm. but we know you've been in a relationship for a while. Sometimes arguments can get a little heated. Never to say that, you know, hands are being thrown or anything, but mm-hmm. let's say you, you know... Your girlfriend or whatever is barking on you. Yeah. And you're, especially somebody that doesn't like controversy, you're the type to walk away. You don't want to be a part of it. True. She'll stand in front of the door. Mm. What are you going to do then? What, you going to go out the back door? What if she, you know, run? There's no other way out. She's going to run? Yeah. Y'all going to run for the door? I have to tell you, you know what I'm saying? It's like all of that is, in any way, that's a sensitive situation. That can easily be perceived a different way. Of course. Quavo, it looked like Quavo was very calm trying to leave and she wanted to provoke him he still never physically hit her so in a sense he 
I don't even think he's really wrong because he was trying to leave. True. The only thing that people are going to say is because of him grabbing her from... He grabbed her when she was trying to leave the elevator. They're going to say he grabbed her and flung her, quote-unquote, flung her into the elevator wall. I didn't see a flinging, more so a grabbing, like, just to come closer so he can grab his things. But obviously, it's perception, of course. One, I don't see anything happening in Quavo. But after the, this, oh no, but then, I don't think so. The thing is, just like when you get to, I feel like that type of, uh, I would say status, status, right? Mm-hmm. Is you can't really, in a sense, like you can't be human. You can't be like, you know, bro, your shorty ever act up, bro? You know, sometimes you just gotta be a little. It's like, nigga, did you say you gotta hit your shorty, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like they can't say like a statement without it being like. A concrete statement where mm-hmm. they review like every single, you know what I'm saying? Like what you just said made sense. It's just like we're not perfect. We all in relationships, and either side. Sometimes that's how you know if you really care about somebody. Sometimes those situations do happen. People don't know how to you know either share um share um you know feelings or whatever. Just communicate whichever one. You it doesn't matter how good your communication skills are. You're gonna have those ones relationships. Mm-hmm. That's how you know the the person gives a shit about you or whichever way you want to think about it. But the thing is just like when you're a celebrity, you can't say shit like that. You can't be like, you know, sometimes, you know, she might send in, you might have to shove the bitch. You know what I'm saying? You can't be like, you'd be like, what the f they just say you gotta shove a bitch? You know what I'm saying? Like you can't you can't you can't say shit like you know Does what I'm saying? Wayne Brady gotta choke a bitch. Yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? You can't say things oh, like that. It's April, guys. <laughs> He's back. You feel me? He is back <laughs> full in effect. We wasn't gonna forget to mention that, man. We're done. Okay, March. I'm not like, saying that. Those are no. Oh man. No. <laughs> no. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna bring it back to some positivity. I'm gonna say that. Oh. I'm gonna say that the best action at that point is for Quavo to just left everything and walked away, man. Word. I know it's tough. I, whatever that was in the case was not worth it. Regardless, what do you just, mean it's not? What if you like you were getting paid like you know two hundred k for nah, like, man. to put up that to put up that picture? Nah, it's man, not for not. No, hey, it's just, hey, it's if you're talking about that away, bread brother. or your image that could cause more pain to you, your with record, money, please, your nah, life. nah. But yeah. I don't think he realized it was gonna be a thing until you kind of low key saw him look at the camera. And just Fam, like, when he looked at that he camera, at he camera, knew bro, that shit said nigga. That he shit said knew. at the bottom four k, bro. Nigga, he was just like this. I mean, but but again, that's a situation that happened a year, a year ago. ago. Yeah, and that's also something that she even said. Um, yeah, it's not it's not recent, and our breakup had nothing to do with that. It, okay. I didn't think so either. So, um, so my point is, like, okay, I think it was yes, Justin like the boy. Whatever happened, it. I mean, it's not really gonna affect him. And like like Joe said a few weeks ago. Couple, or a couple months ago, um, cancer culture isn't really real. Mm-hmm. Cancer culture really isn't real. What the, y'all gonna say? Oh, Quavo this, Quavo that, mm-hmm. and then as soon as you know, Culture Three comes out, everybody we, forgets. I'm, I'm waiting. This bro. whole situation, you see, you look, it started already. already. The snippets, <laughs> the snippets, bro. You see, look. the snippets already. The snippets already here, fam. Bro. That snippet of that joint with, I was like. Oh, oh, this sounds fire! I don't know, I'm a, bro. I'm not gonna repost it, but if the elevator needed it to happen for me to get that snippet, I ain't gonna lie. I bro. want y'all to listen closely to what he just said. The snippet of that joint. What the fuck are you talking about? What song are you talking about? It's a song that he hasn't released yet. Okay, but the snippet of that joint. You gave me no substance. Well, well I, I can't. That it's a snippet. What's well, it is a snippet. snippet. You yeah. didn't narrow it down for me at all. Snippet. It was so, one. It was so like, he's well, he's a rapper. Like with, um, no, he said snippets. Yeah. And oh, I've only said, seen one. I've only seen one. My bad. My bad. That joint. My bad. I've so only I'm seen like, one. I need that doesn't help me I'll, understand. I'll you, there's you, one. It was just I think it was still with Sweetie, and then he dropped. It was the one with him in the in the boat, and then something he dropped recently on his page personally. I think today's his birthday, so happy birthday, King. Keep doing your thing. Quavo. Yeah. God damn, this is a bad time. For who? No, I'm on oh, my fault. Y'all can't see. I meant like air quotes behind it because he's gonna be fine. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm pretty sure y'all really don't care. As soon as matter of fact, watch this. It's the next so thing, we, bro. This whole situation doesn't matter anymore. You wanna know why? 
because the trial is going on. Right. Probably. Realistic, nobody cares about you. No. Everybody now, not even though it's sad to say, now people now hold another black, you know, fake Black Lives Matter movement will happen. And a lot of it will be because people want to be a part of a trend. They want to, quote unquote, have a voice, you know, mm-hmm. be down. When in reality, I know people that um, rioted the first time or they rioted for clothing. They rioted to, to you know, what are you shaking your head for? I, I wouldn't say that on, on wax. I wouldn't say that. I said I know people. So what would you say? I would say I don't know anything about it. I wouldn't. Oh. Say, I wouldn't even bring this part up. <laughs> Why? We saw. We hey, saw Roosevelt you, Field. We you know how still Montclair's out that store. Oh no, you could say that. Just say you don't know them. That's what I meant. That's all I meant. Just because I know you don't mean I know your your life. Touche. Touche. My fault. I know of people better. Better. Betterish. Of people who just did it because it was something to do, because they knew everybody was outside. It's an excuse to be outside. Mm. Yeah. People that I know. If your friend is not up her. That age old saying. Um. This concludes part one of this week's episode of the Nobody Ass Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Part two will be dropping on Monday, April 5th, as it is Royal's birthday. Love y'all. Peace.